time for Muse to put their money where their mouth is mm-hmm. and perform their first live. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm getting word in my earpiece. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Uh, correction. They're going to be performing their first live. Oh, that makes sense. Easy mistake, easy mistake to make. Very easy mistake. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of Jared and Al Watch Love Live. It is episode number three. I'm Jared, the Stock Allen Ladium. Hello. And we are discussing a season one, episode number three, entitled First Live. Mm-hmm. Because it's time for their first live. They've got to they got to perform their one song they have. Star Dash. And hopefully get enough people to to come to the show. Yeah, but first I gotta tell people about it. I gotta tell people about it. Uh. So a lot of this episode is just like going around giving out flyers, Umi being very nervous, mm-hmm. coinciding with the fact that she is Mio. Yep. Um, and also just being like, oh, God, that skirt's too short. Can't wear that skirt. Which is hilarious because the skirt that she is wearing this whole time she's saying it is just as short. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's it's not significantly shorter. And she's like, I, it should be knee length. And I'm like, homegirl, your, your uniform skirt is not anywhere near knee length. <laughs> also, there's like a point where like, Hanukkah tells her she has chunky thighs and I'm like wow that's really rude like how how would you say that to your friend that's a good question it's mean so we get a lot of different shots of them practicing getting getting prepared for the live and everything making sure their dances are in order making sure they're in shape and everything doing all that sorts of stuff uh so yeah they so Umi's like oh god I can't do this I can't do this oh my god I can't believe I had to perform for people I don't know how to do this oh god oh god uh, the way they're going to try and get her out of that is by having her give out flyers people, which is Honoka and Katori's idea. Um, Super similar. Doesn't really work out that well. Yeah. She instead tries to go for a gotcha machine. <laughs> yep. They, they keep telling her like, oh, you know, just imagine everyone's a vegetable. And then she's like, oh God, I'm, I'm out there by myself. And they're like, what? no, no. And then like when they're trying to give her, or when she's trying to give out flyers, she's like, oh, I got to imagine all these people with vegetables. And she's like, oh. Also, we see dudes. Yeah, that was weird. Multiple, like, actual dudes. Yes. I have never seen that in a Love Live. And I was like, these don't exist. What are you talking about? No. They exist, but they just, they just don't get shown. They're usually, like, a torso, if that. Exactly. Man. Because they, uh, they go to Akihabara to do this. So it's just a bunch of people walking the streets, just, like, businessmen kids students just random people just walking through so yeah you just see a bunch of businessmen walking around it's like who are these people i was like there's no men in love live i was legitimately shocked like i I texted you it was like what is this (laughs) Uh, so basically their idea to to get umi out of her shyness by handing out flyers doesn't really help uh they also canvass the school and everything by giving out flyers again not really doesn't really do a whole lot um they uh, they run into Haneo and Rin. Uh, Haneo's like, "Oh, I'll take a flyer." And he's like, "Would you be a, Would you be kind and just take all the flyers in my hands right now?" <laughs> like, no, don't do that. <laughs> uh, she tried. She tried. She tried. 
Uh, Katori makes the, the costumes and everything. They try them on, and or it, she gets shown them. And Omi's like, nope, I'm out. Those are too short. You didn't listen to me. I'm done. <laughs> Not happening. It was so weird. And but then they drag her back in. Regardless. Uh, we eventually get to the day of the, the concert, which... Probably not the best day to do it when all of the other clubs are to be like, hey, here's our welcoming ceremony. If you want to come check out our club. Yeah. When, A, you're not an official club yet. And B, this is like the busiest day of the school year in terms of like being out and about and people doing their own thing. So like I knew going in like exactly I remember what happened. I didn't remember the context of it where it was like they do it on the like the welcoming club day. Which is like, oh, well, no wonder this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so they uh, they basically, they go around again. They have their friends also give give flyers out to everyone um, just to make sure that people know about, know, 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 know that it is happening. And then they uh, they go off and get ready to for their performance. Um, they get dressed and everything. They uh, they get prepped and everything. When we tries to sneak in wearing track pants and doesn't doesn't work out. And it gets pantsed. It gets pantsed. <laughs> They uh they they get themselves prepped up by counting up because that's how they're gonna get ready for their live show mm-hmm. and then the curtains open and they're like yay let's do this and no oh, one's in the audience nobody no one has showed up at one point we see um like Hanio was going to come and mm-hmm. is dragged off by Renrin. Yeah, because she was like, she was getting ready to get up and go do it. And Rin's like, hey, let's go check out the track club. And Hanayo's like, but, 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 ah. Ah. So uh. she doesn't get to show up when they first do this. So in my mind, this is way more of an emotional beat because like, oh, crap, no one showed up. But within the context of it, it's like, well, yeah, of course no one showed up. Everyone else is going out and seeing yeah. clubs that they're interested in. Why would they show up to this if you're not a club? Right, like that doesn't make a lot of sense. It does. So like it, it feels like it. It feels like it, instead of like it, this being this huge emotional impact, it's like it takes the wind out of its sails by it being on the same day as like all these other clubs going out and doing this. Like it's poor planning. Yeah, it would have made more sense if like if if they did what Aqua did and had like their own day. Yeah. Because then, like you know, you would obviously you'd be guaranteeing yourself, hey, we're probably gonna have more of an audience for this and everything. It instead feels... of what happens. Like artificial drama. Yeah, I think one of the things you're going to see, because from how you've come to this, where mm-hmm. you came from, Sunshine, and now you're watching the original, is that Sunshine really is the maturation of this team's writing abilities. Yes, compared to what this original is, which is original is like basically, hey, we have to make this thing successful in a way so that you know eventually we could make more of it. Mm-hmm. But also we have to make that successful in like some in various ways in general. And sometimes that just kind of comes down to like, hey, we're going to make some kind of cliched writing, some more generalized story beats and everything. And like you said, sometimes you got to artificially kind of create some drama here and there. Yeah. I mean, this was legitimately just awful planning on their part. And Mm -hmm. like comparing it to the first live with Aqua with the the three second years and Mm -hmm. like how that turned out. Like, there's no comparison whatsoever, like, how the reactions feel, how they actually, like, pull it off. There's none. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, as well as I do that, like, whenever somebody gets like remotely emotional in shows, I usually get like pretty f- emotional as well. Mm-hmm. And like, I legitimately cannot watch that episode of Sunshine without just like bawling, even knowing that like it turns out okay. Um, because of the way that like they animated uh, Chica's face and the way that it like the vocalizations are done. Um, but on this one, I was just like, okay, fine. Like, it also helps that, like, you know, they do the thing with like Anju having her voice crack when she's oh my singing. God. And in this, like, you see Hanukkah get emotional, but then, like, immediately she's, like, able to, like, kind of be like, all right, well, I just got to get into performing mode, and then we're just going to do this. And they just, like, act like nothing's really happened. Which, right. like, in hindsight works because of what happens later on, but, like, I don't know in the moment if that would have been truly the kind of, uh, the the actual, like, the realistic thing for them to do at that point. No, and I mean, like, Chica in sunshine is at the same time she's like oh you know we can do this we can perform for the people here people showed up for us we have to perform and but you can still hear that emotion in the way that anju actually like sings it and you could tell that she's having a hard time like or she meaning chica is having a hard time keeping it together mm-hmm. even though she's trying and i didn't get the same kind of feeling at all from this one that they mm-hmm. were just like okay you know for like a better word, the passion wasn't really there. Like, you know that Chica, like, this means the world to her. And you know that this is, like, the one thing that she really wants to do and wants to be good at, and she failed. Or she felt like she failed. And she feels like she dragged her friends in to failing. Mm-hmm. And I don't get that same sense with these three, that it's something that's, like, something they're extremely passionate about and something that they really care about. It's just like a thing that they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's weird to me. But I think at the same time that like, if you don't have this scene, you don't have that scene in sunshine. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that like, as you watch sunshine first, like that's the big difference Mm -hmm. for me in these two, because they're obviously very similar in how they play out. Um, but, execution was insanely better because you got more of a characterization of the main three before that happened and the way that uh, Anju was able to actually like vocalize it and I think it's just as well like that team is better writers when they when they get to sunshine yeah so like they're able to to... which that helps exactly like that's a big big thing there so like they're able to create better storylines they're able to create better drama they're able to create drama that's not just like hey, we're putting in drama for the sake of drama. It's like, hey, we are building up to these things. We're building up to this drama points, these these specific spots in the show that are going to be very emotionally charged and everything. While here, it's been like, you know, everything's kind of been happy-go-lucky and then like, oh, here's the rug being thrown out from India real quick. Yeah. But like within the context of the story, it just, it, like you said, it's like, oh, this is just bad planning. Like, you know, if you would have done this like a day later or a day before, like it would have been probably not as as terrible for them you might have gotten like 15 people maybe you would have got an audience yeah Mm -hmm. but not when people are like hey i want to go check out the track team right exactly um so yeah uh they are able to perform start dash in most of its entirety it's not the complete version of the song quite yet oh that cg yeah, that CG is rough. Ooh, That's it looked, how it's going to be. Looked real bad. They looked like robots. Mm-hmm. 
Um, eventually, Hanayo shows up and is like, oh, Ren like follows after her is like, I want to go get Hanayo. Oh, I'll just stay here and watch this. Um, you see Maki outside of the venue, I think, just like listening in. Ellie is in like the control room watching. Boop Nozomi is also. Do what? Boob grabber is out there. And yeah, Nozomi Maki. is is also outside and then Nico is just hidden inside. <laughs> yes. Facing backwards. Yes. Um so basically all of the the key players are here. What? You mean that they're going to join up? Who knew? It's shocking. Uh they they end up they they finish the performance and everything. Um and Ellie comes out and it's like, "Okay, so you did this. What are you going to do now? You going to keep going or is this going to be the one thing that's going to be like gonna pull you out of this and make you real have your reality check and Hanukkah is like no we'll, we'll keep doing this we're gonna one day we will fill this whole auditorium and you'll see and that's basically how the end of the episode is like Hanukkah you're in for a world of awakening <laughs> you're yeah. not gonna just fill this whole auditorium yeah and this like and this whole episode like near the end is like I think it was the 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 interesting point of like seeing how you know how later on in Sunshine again, it's, it's weird to compare these two, just so like one to one. But how Daya initially is seen as you know she's the student council president, she's very vehement about school idols and everything, right? And like she's like basically like this wall in front of them. Whereas Ellie is essentially is like they the the show tries to portray her as a villain, but it doesn't really do a good a good job of it because she's just not like trying to do things to undermine them or anything, trying to do things that will like get in their way. She's mostly just like, I don't really see the point of doing this when the school's going to shut down. And I'm trying my best to even to try and fight that. Like, I don't think your, your little group here is going to do that, but you know, whatever. And I mean, we also see in sunshine, like Daya does support them from the shadows in this mm -hmm. same scenario that, you know, they have an issue with the lights and she's like, all right, well, you know, if they're going to fail, they're going to fail on their own. They're not going to fail because of a power yeah. outage. But also we see Ellie in that control room and we don't know why she was in there. Yeah. And then you see here later on, oh, someone recorded the, they're live. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Also, of course, Conan's the real true villain of the first half of Love, Life, Sunshine. So fact, fact. Like, Daya is supposed to, like, they try and play her up as a villain, but she's not the villain at all. It's Kanan. Kanan mm -hmm. is the villain of Love, Life, Sunshine. First half. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's how we end their first live. It is not a success, but Hanukkah is still very determined to, to make things of Muse moving forward. And the other people who will eventually make yes. up Muse were there. Uh, so next time we will be discussing season one, episode number four, entitled Maki Renpana, which I wonder, hmm, what's going to happen in that episode? Hmm. Hmm. So if you'd like to find out next Exactly. Week. So if you'd like more from us, go to seasonalmecheckup.com or sac.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Checkup, Seasonal Checkup OVA. And you can find columns reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns reviews. And you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. So next time, join us for episode number four, where new members, maybe? Hmm. Hmm.